Sorry, I'm just very quickly eating a bagel. <laughs> That's fine. Just got in from work, and uh, it was all made a lot more stressful by mm-hmm. Arthur hurting his leg. And I, I mean, I think he's grazed his knee and he's been given a plaster, but he's just done the most dramatic, I've hurt my leg walk, literally <laughs> walking it about, I don't know, 10 metres a minute all the way across <laughs> the field from school to the car, which was uh, which tested my patience, shall we say. <laughs> Said yesterday, the uh, theatre club's paying off, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, it really is. It really is. I said, Arthur, I'd be, I, I'd want to have a look at your leg and like see how you are if you hadn't just spent twenty minutes of my life getting across a field to the car. But quite frankly, now I'm not too bothered about your leg. See you later. I'm going to do the podcast. Ah, oh, kids, gotta love them. Gotta love the joy, them. The joys of parents. Yes. I'm so sorry. I'm mm, eating whilst recording. Let me just very quickly of our par- A joys of parenting on uh, Dads on Film Pod where we just whinge about having children. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the most... No, be we don't. Yeah, aren't they wonderful? We had a wonderful day. We had a wonderful day with you yesterday. We had such a good day yesterday. Uh, we saw each yeah, other yesterday. Yeah, lovely. Dave, I was in a hmm. Mike Grump on a Sunday morning and then made much better by Dave messaging saying, what are you up to today? We thought we'd drive over to Buxton. I was like, oh my God. That's just what I need. <laughs> You're like, please, please come over. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. um, no, we, had a, we had a lovely day, didn't we? Hmm. Yes, it, it was really, really nice. Um, Zachary has a new best friend in Matilda. Um, it was just so nice. Okay, she was so mature. Just go play. <laughs> yeah. It was very, very, very cute. It was, it was. Uh, we just kept on the way home. We were just like. Did you have a nice time? Can you remember the little girl's name you were playing with? And he was like, Tilda. Oh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, so cute. So, yeah, so cute. Really um, yeah, so that was lovely. We spent a lovely few hours. I say few hours. We only got over about quarter to eight. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, I was yeah. saying to Max, like, on the way over there, like, probably home about five ish, something like that. <laughs> and we only left yours at, what, yeah. seven? Something. Yeah. 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 Top of Sunday. It was good. Yeah. Um, mm. It beat the Sunday blues, put it that way. Yeah, yeah definitely. Nice uh, little beer and a nice lasagna. Fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. What else did you get up to this weekend? I mean, we spoke about all this yesterday, but let's tell, tell, the, <laughs> tell the listeners. Uh, bought a fish tank. <laughs> yeah. Bought, so Arthur's decided for his birthday he wanted a fish. Uh, so yep. uh, we, and it's his birthday next week, so we went to Pets Home and like, we're just, we're just fact finding. We're just finding out about the difference. Like, you know, do we get cold water? Do we get tropical? Mm. How big does a tank need to be? Sort of thing. It kind of like one of the things that just kind of escalated. So we came back with a like a reasonably sized 37 litre tank mm. with a heater and filter and all the gubbins to go in and a little tree house, yeah. tree house for it and plants and whatnot and a, and a, and a big bridge. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. uh, and that's full with water waiting, waiting for us to go and get some nice tropical fish next week. So, yeah, there we go. I, I said to him, I was like, uh, what are you going to call your fish? He said, well, we're getting 10 of them, so um, I don't know. We'll probably just call them by the colours. And I was like, 10? <laughs> I was like, does mummy and daddy know you're getting 10 fish? Because usually you just have one, hey. two, and one, two, three, four. That story I'm Dave. is true, though. And I'm Greg. And we love watching films. Great films. Bad films. Blockbusters. Classics. Indie films. Cheesy films. Superhero films. But as dads, we especially love watching family films with our kids. 
So we've made a podcast all about it. This is Dads on Film. I'm done eating. I've tried to mute in between, like eating and that. Like, if our conversation okay. seemed disjointed, I'll just because yeah. I kept muting the mic. In, but if <laughs> you can edit some, uh, edit edit some of my eating out if you can, Dave. Maybe bring the conversation t- together a little bit more, tighten it up a bit if you can. Um, Fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, right, um, have you uh, been watching any uh, films or TV, television this week? <clears throat> television, yes. I've watched the entirety of Shrinking off the back of uh, us talking about it last week. So maybe we'll just touch on that a little in, yeah. in a little while. Cool. Um, that's taken up quite a lot of my time. Yeah. Uh, what we have been doing, and I sort of mentioned this in the past, is we're we do this every few years now, but we start working our way back through the MCU, skipping mm. the odd crap one. Um, so Friday night, we watched Captain America, the first Avenger. Nice. Um, and the visual effects do not hold up. Oh, really? that film. It's been about two years since I watched it. And sometimes you're looking at it, and obviously with the, with the face replacement stuff they do to make Steve skinny, some of it you go, actually... That's really good. That's still really good. And yeah. other bits you go, that is atrocious. Oh, How the hell did we not? Did we ever think that looked good in the so, first place? So what did they get? Like a really bad. slender actor to play yeah. it and then, and then they'd face yeah. replacement. And then wow. they basically filmed it again with uh, Chris Evans and then, yeah, just wow. did the face replacement. Uh, but even later on, some of the visual effects are pretty, pretty bad. However... We watched, you know, it, it's not a bad film. It's quite enjoyable. But the only real reason we watched that one is so we could watch the next film and not feel bad about skipping stuff, which is um, Avengers Assemble for oh. the UK uh, viewers or just Aven- the Avengers in America. And it's so good. It yeah. is so good. You know, say what you want to say about like the Avengers films now and how it's all just like CGI nonsense and things like that. It's so well written, that first one. The sort of um, balance or juggle each character with, you know, particular, you know, giving each one their sort of own time in introducing new characters like Hulk and things like that and giving them, giving them like, I don't know, like giving them the des- what they deserve, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Yeah, so good. Well, even I, I yeah. wasn't, I, I wasn't mad into it all back then. But um, I mean, I'm not mad into it all now. But you know, I have a mm. certain level of, um, you know, I'm committed to a certain degree now. Mm. I'm invested, should we say? Um, you know, and there's bits yes. I've liked and the bits I've not liked. But I still remember back then. Obviously, Iron Man came out, and then there were bits, of, the bits and bobs that followed, and it was all the anticipation that, oh, they're going to do the Avengers and bring them together, and that was like. The, the the amount of anticipation of that film for years before it mm. came out was huge, and then they did yeah it, yeah and uh, it was it was satisfying and it was such a spectacle and the whole yeah. the whole New York uh, stuff they did, and I like how yeah. so much of what followed in the whole of the MCU for multiple phases after that kept talking back to that um, that big what do you call it that fight in new york was you know yeah the battle of new york of new yeah because like if you if you look at like hawkeye tv show there's a lot of hawkeye which ties into the battle of new york well yeah, yeah. a lot of the spider-man stuff now ties into it because of the vulture and all that sort of stuff yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah it's great it's it's it you know we say what you want to say about the mcu it is quite clever how they, they sort of weave it in all together to yeah. a certain extent yeah, 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 um yeah. it is good but other than that, no, I've not really been watching anything other than Shrinking, which we will talk about shortly. Um, 
Lever has messaged us, Gregory. He said, just watched that 3,000 years of longing, and I loved it. Did you uh, Did you say you weren't too keen? Well, yes, we did say we weren't too keen <laughs> on an episode devoted to that, that yeah. film. It's horrible film. Horrible, horrible <sighs> film. It just... <laughs> I just thought it was pretentious and just like it just enjoyed itself far too much, and it was mm. actually quite boring. And it was essentially two people sat in a room reminiscing about some stuff that happened. So basically, the, this podcast then. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Maybe that's why Lever yeah. likes us. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I maybe, maybe it was the, just the wrong... Tell us why you liked it, Lever. Elaborate. A bit yeah. like, a bit yeah, like yeah. you did uh, back on... Uh, <laughs> well, two years ago. Someone, someone messaged me today saying, uh, just been listening to an episode of your podcast. Oh, I found this text. Uh, I forwarded it to you, didn't I? Um, yeah. Here it said, uh, just listening to one of your shows, Lever's review of Ultraviolet had me howling. Hope you're well. Um, so I went back and found it. This is season two, episode four. Um, sorry, no, season two, episode seven. It's a good two years ago. Just, yeah, it's two, over two years ago, isn't it? Two, two years ago. And let me find this um, this extract of Lever speaking about uh, Ultraviolet. A critic. Hi, guys. Um, I'm here to be the bad guy yet again and provide you with your first bad review as requested. The film I'm going to review is Ultraviolet and it's lived long in my memory as hands down the worst cinema experience of my life. Um, in fact, as as is usual, Dave was with me when we watched this film uh, and for an extra imaginary bonus point, Dave, can you remember what I did in the cinema in the middle of watching this film. Uh, it was an empty cinema, remember? We were only the only ones in there. It was like the middle of the day. Probably might have been in college or something. Um, right, Ultraviolet. It stars Mila... Is it Jokovic or... I can't remember her surname. Whatever. Mila Jokovic as Violet, who is a kind of super-powered vampire warrior fighting against um, a futuristic totalitarian regime. She meets a little boy uh, who's called Six, who she protects from the government that are hunting him because his blood has antigens or some looks like that that could be used as a way of curing all the superpowered vampires. It's also wank of the highest order. I have never before or seen or since watched such trash. It's actually it actually makes me angry that films like this can get made when there's loads of other like filmmakers out there with really interesting concepts and scripts that can't find funding. I mean it surprises me that the credits for this aren't littered with Alan Smithies because I would be embarrassed to be associated with it. Um it was made in like the mid noughties at like the height of heavy CGI use in these types of crap films and this hasn't aged well either. I don't think there's a single frame in the entire film that doesn't have some sort of shitty CGI in the background. Um, crap bloody CGI vehicles and weapons and explosions and all that kind of crap. It's written like some video game enthusiast was on acid, but not in a good way. This is this is a bad trip. The guy who wrote it and, and directed it is um, Kurt Wimmer. And uh, the only other thing he's done of note was equal, Equilibrium, which I thought was shit too. Um, Mila Jokovic is terrible and wooden as usual. 
She looks good doing somersaults and backflips and stuff, but she can't act. The action scenes are really poorly choreographed and edited, and the entire film is just a mess. Um, I could rant on about the shitness of this waste of film for a while, but I've, I feel like it's given it too much undue publicity, so there isn't a low enough rating I can give this piece of shit to even suggest it deserves a single star is a discredit to all other one-star films, so zero, zero stars. Don't waste your life with it. Actively avoid it. Yeah, needless to say, Lever did not like Ultraviolet, um, and mm. I, I, thank, I thank you, thank you, Pash, for drawing that to our attention today because uh, I, I very <laughs> much enjoyed going back listening to that. Um, so yeah, I think your Lever. It's fair to say your um, your film reviews have uh, contracted somewhat to much shorter <laughs> sentences. Uh, please feel free mm. to elaborate on why you enjoyed Three Thousand Years Along. I'd love to know. Oh, he's here, Greg. Oh, he's back. Ah, uh, okay. Hi, Zach. What have uh, What have you been watching this week? Do you want to uh, quote anything, or you know, say your favourite line from the film you've been watching this week? And really, if I'm honest with you, um, you probably shouldn't be watching films like this, Gregory. I think that. <laughs> How often do you see them, Zach? <laughs> He's getting better. I know. He's getting much better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so I think you've got that one. I think I've got that one. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Well done, Zach. Excellent. Uh, if you know what Zachary is saying, please let us know. Uh, and yeah, we might have a little <laughs> bit of time the next few days where you can let us know uh, before we record the next episode. <laughs> okay, Gregory, do you have a question for me? I do have a question for you, David. What is coming up now on season uh, five, episode six of the prequel of Dad's on Film? The prequel. <laughs> Well, in this prequel episode, uh, we're just going to have a little chat about the the film news this week. Then in our sequel episode, we are going to be looking at the fourth entry in this franchise that nobody expected to be a franchise. (laughs) Because, (laughs) all right, anyway, uh, John Wick 4. John Wick 3 is called Parabellum, and John Wick 4 has no extra title so don't really know why that is but here we go john wick 4 we will be looking at in our friday episode um we'll probably talk about shrinking yes today yes yeah yeah, okay good we plan this out (laughs) okay take a breath we're diving in jingle This is the news. Dave, I've been wondering, what's Robert Downey Jr. been up to recently? (laughs) A lot, apparently. (laughs) So Paramount have uh, acquired the rights to Vertigo, the Alfred Hitchcock classic, um, with an eye to do a remake. And the first name sort of uh, attached, well, not not officially attached, but sort of um, that we're hearing could possibly star in Vertigo is, as you said, Robert Downey Jr. Um, you know, he's not really done much, has he, since uh, leaving Iron Man. He did that yeah. terrible um, Dr. Doolittle. He is in Oppenheimer, and he's got a new series, I think, coming out because um, everybody's getting back onto TV, aren't they? So, yep. yeah, quite an interesting move. However, another... Mm. 
another film coming out with Robert Downey Jr. So this is going to star Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Pattinson. Um, and it's Adam McKay's next film. So Adam McKay obviously did all the Anchorman films, but then did um, uh, Big Short, Vice, and then, um, what was it called? Don't Look Up. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Um, and this film's called Average Height, Average Build. And basically what it does is it follows a serial killer who gets into politics to change the laws to be more murder-friendly. <laughs> which I think it's... I mean, it's obviously going to be a big metaphor, isn't it? For kind of, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's say, let's let's just say Trump. So it's so, <laughs> um, it's, so it's a comedy, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, all you know, all of his films have been comedies. Even even Don't Look Up, Don't Look Up, yeah. uh, you know, had sort of comedic undertones in it. So uh, yeah, I can imagine so. But I think that's a really good combination, Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Pattinson, because yeah, they are both pretty great. So the plot of Average High, Average Build. It sounds like a social satire commentary. Robert Patton's playing the serial killer. Deadland details. So this is from Deadland. Patton will play a serial killer who enlists a lobbyist, Adams, to change laws that will allow him to get away with murder more easily. Danny Jr.'s role <laughs> is a retired cop who won't give up on, uh, on the murders, and the killer tries to prevent him from dogging his trail now that he's hung up his gun. Ah. Wow. I'm kind of intrigued by that. That sounds cool. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. Um, we got our first pictures of Lady Gaga um, on set as Harlequin um, in oh. The Joker 2. Um, there's also a sign. So there's um, looks like there's other like protests and stuff like that, and there's loads of things about Joker, but one of the signs someone's holding up says Harvey Dent was wrong or Harvey oh, Dent was, really? I don't know, the, uh, is a villain or something like that. So, so they're tying it in. Yeah, obviously it's, well, you don't know if you're tying it in with anything else, but uh, I think, you know, obviously Harvey yeah. Dent may be in it. Two-Face may. Ah. I, 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 whether they'll do Two-Face, I don't know. But Harvey Dent, from the, Quite, from the looks of it, um, seems like he's... I really like... I'm just looking, at, just looking at the images now. I really like how um, the the costume that you see her in is it's still sort of... is kind of what you'd expect from a Harley Quinn costume, but it's also... Yeah, it's also more understated as well. Like, you know, it it wouldn't be so like out of place to see see something yeah. like that yeah, walking yeah, down yeah, the, yeah. walking down it's, the street. It's not, you know, it's not the um, Margot Robbie wild crazy OTT. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It's literally, it's just, it's just a a suit, you know. Yeah, it's just it's just like it's a, just a yeah, it's a suit, it's like a, a, an office a, suit, you know, that you wear. Uh, but she's got yeah. yes. It, but then she's obviously got the kind of diamonds and a little bit of face paint on. Yeah. It looks cool. I like it. It does look cool. Yeah, I think um, it looks like it's still it's going down more that gangster route from uh, the first one, which was more like, you know, like Taxi Driver, King of Comedy, that type of stuff. So, yeah, yeah interesting. I am I am really looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Mm. Um, so that is cool. That's cool. Um, Cameron Crowe. Um, director Cameron Crowe, obviously, he's done loads and loads of things he did. Um uh, Jerry Maguire, Almost Famous, We Bought a mm. Zoo, you know, loads of films are. Uh, it's doing that inevitable. So this is something we were spoke, speaking about a few weeks ago, weren't we? It's like, what artist, some musical artist, is due a biopic? Yeah. So, you know, we've had, like, uh, Whitney Houston recently. We've had, obviously, Bohemian Rhapsody, Elton John, uh, uh, Rocket Man, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Joni Mitchell, of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fine. Uh, what do them wear? I've never known a lot about her. Like my mum loves Joni jo- jo- Mitchell. Mm. She's like she's, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. been obsessed for years with Joni Mitchell, and I've never really got into her that much myself. It's like yeah, yeah, she's she's fine. Um, I can see that she's good yep. at what she does, but it's not my thing. Um, but it's one mm. of those rare things. I, I actually I couldn't tell you anything about her. Could you? Do you know? No. Sure? No. 
No, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out. Maybe. We'll find out. I'm just we're just waiting for that Led Zeppelin biopic called A Whole Lot of Love or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable, it's inevitable really, yeah. isn't it? Let's face it. Yeah. Um and then finally, happy birthday to Quentin Jerome Tarantino. He is sixty years old today. Wow. I mean, we've said quite a lot about Tarantino over the course of the three years we've been doing this podcast. Yep. Weird guy, very yep. flawed. Yeah. I've got his. Gotta love the films. <laughs> I've got his um, book on my bedside table. Just I'm oh, waiting really? to start it. Yeah, I've, I've, um, I, I'm going to start it at some point. But it's just one of them. Like, I look at it. I'm like, that's going to be very heavy and pretentious. Like I can't quite bring myself to get stuck into that. Um, so I'm putting it off and putting I, it off. I saw a video. I saw a video with him when Reservoir Dogs came out, and he was back in that video store that he worked. They used to work at. Uh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called now. And they were like, oh, three Desert Island films, and he's like. Oh, all right, man. Uh, let's go. Let's go over to the western section. All right, <clears throat> and then like they follow him around. And he's like, "So there," and it's just like, "Oh, shut up!" Yeah, <laughs> you just yeah. really annoyed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think at the time, I think it was like this random Brian De Palma film, um, some western. I can't remember what it was now. And then like, I don't even remember. Great, great, <laughs> great content. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what he chose, uh, but it was just very, very annoying. Oh. I'll tell you. Uh, I mean, no, they've since changed. Since changed, he says like The Exorcist, Jaws, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like the perfect films now. Yeah. Well, this this is from this is that video archives uh, visits video archives. So that's from from his shop. Mm. That's Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver. Oh, Taxi Driver. Yeah, that's the other one. Yeah. Um, Hang on a second. Um, First Rio Bravo. uh, Blowout. Brenda Palmer. Blowout, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, with Lovers Western. Bravo? Second choice goes to the, yeah, Rio Bravo, yeah. Yeah. Um, mm, yeah, yeah. And then Taxi Driver for his third. Oh, I'll watch that later. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> just very 90s. And although he goes, we're now going to go over to the laser disc section. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ridiculous. Quentin. You crazy, yeah, crazy boy. Man. We um, love making movies. <laughs> I said, there's this thing on the set, isn't it, where he goes, like they'll do like the fortieth take and it's perfect, and he'll go, "Yeah, You're gonna do that again? Why?" And everyone on the set has to go because we love making movies, and it's like, yeah, you can tell they're all pissed okay. off with him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was your news. Greg's been hammering on about this for a few weeks now, but it's uh, like, Apple TV a Plus. Oh, we can have. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, off the back of The Last of Us finishing, uh, we needed a new TV series to, to watch. Um, and yeah, what's he called? Bill Lawrence. Um, so Bill Lawrence, Jason Siegel, uh, and Brett Goldstein, written mm-hmm. and produced new sitcom, uh, starring Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, um, et al. And this is shrinking. Um, and on the outset, I was, you know, when I read a little bit about it, I was like, okay, fine. I, I get what this is going to be. Um, Jason Siegel's character, Jimmy, he's uh, a, a, he's now a, a new, new, fairly new sort of widower. His uh, wife died in a, in a car accident a year ago. He's got a uh, teenage daughter, 17-year-old daughter. Um, however, he is a... 
he's a therapist. What type of therapist? Yeah, like a, a CBT CBT sort of. It's like a okay. kind of cognitive behavior therapy sort of thing. I think it's just yeah. Okay, cool. general. However, he's sort of like his whole behavior has slipped since his wife's died. He uh, takes drugs. He enjoys the <laughs> enjoys the company of um, escorts. Let's put it that way, yeah. and is just a bit of a mess. He's definitely neglecting himself and neglecting his daughter. Yeah, and he decides to turn his life around um, and decides to sort of uh, sort of adopt a new um, sort of type of therapy for, with his. Um, his patients, which is kind of a bit more gorilla esque, yeah. let's say, hmm. going out, letting you know, giving them sort of unconventional advice. Would you say, Greg? Yeah, he becomes a bit of a is maverick. The way it kind he of becomes works? a bit of a maverick. Yeah, much, yeah. much to the annoyance of his boss and colleague um, Paul, played wonderfully by Mr. Harrison Ford, mm. um, and his yeah. other colleague Jessica uh, Jessica Williams uh, plays Gabby. Gabby, yes, um, yep. as well. Yeah. Uh, Krista Miller, who's uh, Bill Lawrence's uh, wife, or the half, uh, who you, you'll know yeah. as uh, from Scrubs. What, what's it, what's it called in Scrubs again? Um, Jordan. Jordan in Scrubs. Jordan. Um, uh, yeah. She plays next door neighbor, who's sort of helping out with uh, the parenting side of things as well. Um, but it's just really good. It's like it's what for me after like, Ricky Gervais's Afterlife could have been. I really liked the first season yeah. of Afterlife, Ricky yeah. Gervais, but it, mm. it it was just the to- the tone just That's got a ex- bit. Oh, I've been saying to myself after watching this, what is this? Because it reminds me of something I've seen mm. very recently, and mm. it's a very very similar concept, and I couldn't put my finger on what it was. Of course, it's Afterlife. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and it is afterlife, but it's also definitely not afterlife because it's got it's got yeah. such it it it's got a much more positive outlook. Shrinking mm. has than afterlife. Yeah. Afterlife's very melancholy. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe Ricky Gervais would argue against that, but I, it's just tonally afterlife gets a bit tiring quite quickly. Yeah. Um, whilst it's yeah. you know still great in many ways, but certainly by season three, you're just like yeah, it's just doing the same old here. Um, I hope shrinking doesn't doesn't continue to do that, and you know it continues a bit stronger than that. I really, I just find it really interesting. Bill Lawrence, we've loved Bill Lawrence for many, many years. We're big fans yeah. of Scrubs, um, mm. and you know, since then he's done a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen, like Cougar Town, Spin City, things like that. Yeah. But then it, he popped back into our lives when he um, made Ted Lasso with Jason Sudeikis yeah. um, a couple of years ago. It was during the pandemic that came out, and it's just it, I find it very interesting. This um, Obviously, I've sort of interlinked. Obviously, through that, I imagine he met Brett Goldstein, who's um, someone mm. both of us really enjoy. Um, he does a podcast, but don't stop listening to this. Go and go and go and find out. <laughs> he was us. There we go. Um, but I really like how they've obviously hit it off in doing that, and this has been sort of like the birth child of that. And you you spoke about the Harrison mm. Ford story that is um, yeah uh, yeah yeah. I ended up going looking finding like. Um, I don't know, it's a late, a late, late show in America or something like that. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. He's given that story. And it's like, yeah, it's pretty much, you told it really well. It's pretty much as you told it. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I, I just like how these worlds sort of like have these little links and stuff like that and how they feed into mm. each other. And obviously Bill Lawrence, clearly or Doozer, has some sort of arrangement with Apple TV at the moment. Where I, yeah. I don't know whether there's going to be other series that come on Apple TV off the, uh, off the back of Ted Lasso and this. I don't know, who knows. Yeah. But it's, it's quite exciting. But... Um, I think for both of us, really, the most wonderful thing about uh, shrinking was just it was. It's just we both said it's just so refreshing to see Harrison Ford mm. in this role, where he just seems to be just so relaxed and enjoying himself, but still yeah. like 
so good in it, like re- really mm. good as a comic and, actor. And that, and that and that's it, isn't it? He like I, I was thinking, like, what is it that I, that that's doing it for me for this role? for Harrison Ford and it's that he's good in it he's not on autopilot he quite clearly wants to do it whereas in a lot of things you know all the Star Wars he he didn't want to do it but they were like is 50 million dollars or whatever it is he's like well all right I'll do it and I'll turn up for it but I'm not really here um Mm. and it's that it's it's he's he's actually having fun he's on set he's messing about he's telling jokes he quite clearly is enjoying himself and it is so refreshing to see definitely not bad for 80 is it yeah exactly the thing that i really the other thing i really like about this and it's it's the thing i like about ted lasso there's other things i don't like about ted lasso but bill lawrence is very very good at um putting together a strong ensemble. So if you look at Scrubs, look at the first series in the Scrubs, obviously they're still testing the characters out, things like that. But, you know, you learn to love these characters very quickly, especially on Scrubs. Ted Lasso, all right, again, we've spoke about Ted Lasso, but you do learn to really get on board and get behind all these characters. And in the space of nine, is it 10 episodes, Shrinky, wasn't it? Yeah. 10 episodes. And it's a relatively small cast. There's only sort of maybe six or seven key players in it. Um, you're fully behind them and you fully know, you know, as much as you need to about each character and you fully believe in what they're, what they're doing. Um, and it, it very quickly, you know, maybe episode three already starts moving away from Jimmy's story. That's still there and it all ties in, but they all have their own little side hustles essentially going on, which is really, really good and really, really nice to see. And actually you care about those, you know, it could have been about them. Yeah. And Jimmy was a side character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's nice to see. It's really nice but, to sort of want to be in the company of these people. But at the same time, it, it's lean and efficient in its story. It's, it's yeah. you know, it, yeah. it's punchy. It's, you know, the, the 30-minute-ish episodes, give or take, and that's yeah. the wonderful thing. We spoke to the other week, isn't it, weren't we? Like, it's the good thing about streaming TV now is that, um, that they can in the editing room they can make tv programs the length they're supposed to be without being bound to like 22 minutes without without break plus ad breaks you know what i mean that that is the old way that tv was made and you know it's it just feels well balanced and right so yeah 10 half hours roughly five hours but you see you can bosh Mm. it out easily in a week like we both did uh and uh, (laughs) i did it in about two days (laughs) Yeah, yeah brilliant. Great. So yeah, where can we see Shrinking, Gregory? Shrinking is available available on Apple TV now, and it's probably a good time to say, like, I, if you'd have said to me, if someone had said to me a year ago, like, is Apple TV worth it? And I'd kind of, I'd probably go, no. You've got mm. the morning show, <laughs> you've got the odd little film, that's about it. And whilst Apple TV's catalogue is by no means, it's yapping, yapping at the heels of, you know, Netflix, uh, Amazon, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like the stuff that's on it is really, really good. So you yeah. know, now you've got you've got shrinking, you've got Ted Lasso, you've got the Morning Show, you've got Severance. I it's got a real benchmark of quality on Apple TV. Um, that yeah, and I really like how it's a really nice, refined, curated, if you like, um, little body of um, TV mm. and films. They're going they're going into more. Um, theatrical releases as well uh, oh, apple now uh, they're going to test a few things in the next few like next year or so there's okay. going to be more stuff coming out which yeah. i think it's really cool so there you go excellent <laughs> 
And there you go. That was our prequel episode for season five, episode six. Um, what have you got on this week, Greg, before well, we, we come back on Friday? we've said The only thing really is I, I think um, we both said that Well, I'm going to finish. I'm in the middle of watching uh, John Wick 3 at the moment. Saw mm. the first one. I don't think I saw the second one, um, but I kind of got the idea of the second one. I'm watching John Wick 3 at the moment, but I, I, something just things have been reading and just like things have just like tickled my fantasy about John Wick Four. Kids is, about uh, that's fine. Uh, which is uh, which right, why I kind of really looking forward to seeing. It. Really intrigued. Also intrigued yeah. to see it because it's set in Paris as well. So I'm gonna finish John Wick Three. I think maybe tomorrow night I'm gonna go to cinema and see John Wick Four before we speak about it nice. on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, aren't we? So yeah, what about you? Um, not tons work. Come here. One moment, Gregory. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Who's that? Say hi, Greg. Hi, Greg. Hi, Zachy. And say, say, I see dead people. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see Greg yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Were you playing with Matilda yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, are you tired? I think he's a bit poorly. Have you had a good... Oh, oh, oh dear. Yeah. There you go. Right, let's wrap this puppy up, Greg. Okay. Um, what was, the, gag, gag. The only other thing is tomorrow night, meaning last night, if this is release day, Tuesday, Channel 4, Celebrity Hunted. And um, uh-huh. we will... We will, Jesus, we, will know, we will know by the time we record episode two whether I was on this first mm. episode, I don't think I would have been on. Oh yeah, episode. that's very. But, um, I might be on episode two, probably maybe for next week. But yeah, there we go. Fantastic. We'll leave you with this. What was so significant about the dinner scene in Django Unchained with Leonardo DiCaprio? What was the little bit of improvisedness uh, in Django Unchained? We will find out on Friday. Mm-hmm.